Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, today we're going to be going over an excerpt from the making of Return of the Jedi. Today we're going to talk about George Lucas, Lawrence Kasdan, and a few more of his crew, namely Kazanjian, talking about Vader taking his mask off at the end of the film. This was the part of the movie that really pulled on all the heartstrings. It's when Vader sacrificed himself for his son in the name of love, and essentially killed himself even faster in order to see his son with his own eyes. It was a beautiful moment, it was a beautiful scene, and it really encapsulated the arc of the chosen one. So let's go over a few dialogue key moments that George had with Lawrence Kasdan and Kazanjian, and then we can talk about it and go into a bit of detail. You're going to learn some stuff that, well, I learned stuff that I never knew before. So without further ado, let's get to it. George says, well, maybe one. I want to see you without the aid of this machine. I want to reject the machine. When we take off his mask, we will change his voice to a much weaker version of the same thing. It will be much older. Kasdan says, I just don't want you to go too soft on it. I'm not going to have any influence on it, but I just wanted to tell you, don't pull back too much. If when you take off the mask and he's not a bad looking guy, it's a real cheat. George replies, it has to be a real father. It's got to be like your father when the mask comes off. Otherwise, it doesn't work. The whole point is he might have been able to live without all that stuff, but he would have been a weak pile of nothing. Now that he was on the dark side, he wanted to be greedy. He wanted to have all this. He relied on the machine. The whole machine thing becomes a partial metaphor for the dark side of the force, which is machines have no feelings. So this for me is pretty cool. I didn't really think of it all that much like that, that Anakin could have survived without the suit, but he would have been a pile of nothing. So right here, I feel like George imbues the idea that how Vader could have survived this whole time without the machinery is actually something I never knew. Without the machinery, I always believed Vader would cease to live. And now I understand that he could have lived, but he probably would be sedentary for his whole life. He would be blind, deaf, and unable to breathe properly without the aid of the Force of course, if he didn't have the machine. The suit did a lot more than people think. It wasn't just aiding his voice and lungs. 
It did so much more than that. It fed him nutrients through tubes. It allowed him to go to the restroom via the tubes within him. The protective lenses over his eyes allowed him to see because his eyes were pretty scorched and they were very sensitive to light. While a long tube was put down his trachea to act as a voice box and another tube into his lungs. While thousands of needles protruded from the innards of the suit and helmet, all interconnecting within his nervous system, bringing his vitals online. The suit protected him from fire, water, space, and virtually any other inhabitable environment other than electricity, which Sidious had the suit to be very vulnerable. And even that, in the end, was not stronger than his own resolve. Vader's, that is. Vader without the suit would have been, as George said, a weak pile of nothing. So even in this weakened condition of nothing, Vader was still able to become 80% as powerful as the Emperor in the suit, which, mind you, was unbelievably limiting. Let me go into a little bit of detail. Sidious did not grant Vader the new cybernetics that Grievous got. He was given the prehistoric version that limited his maneuverability, causing him to have to relearn lightsaber combat in his new machined body with his new machined hands, while hurting him with the painful attachments. His body needed to be scrubbed of necrotic dying flesh by droids, where he was reduced to just a stump hanging in mid-air in a medical chamber, as we can see in some of the Dark Horse comics that have also covered in the past. And beyond all of that, the lights of his control box and loud breathing prevented him from sleeping properly, if at all. And on top of that, let's toss the fact that he was filled with sorrow and depression for killing his wife and destroying his once much better in comparison life. To which I still think that Anakin was quite the slave. I mean, he was a slave to Watto as a little boy, then he was a slave to the Jedi in the Republic, and then he was a slave to his new master, Darth Sidious. And in the end, he died. He really had like a few minutes of peace when he saw Luke for the first time with his own eyes, and that was it. Vader was truly the most powerful being in the universe given his circumstances, and had anyone else gone through what he had gone through and lived the way that he now lived, they wouldn't have survived, I believe. Except perhaps the Emperor himself. But that's the interesting part, is that Vader had pain and anger to live off of, to keep him going, whereas the Emperor was just an extremely hateful and dark guy, but it's not like he had love for anybody that was then killed and, you know, when it was done by his own hands. I feel like a lot of us who have loved and lost love, we know that pain and we know the amount of drive that it can instill within us and the amount of, I would say, success that it could put in us too by the amount of perseverance and emotion that we transfer that energy into the proper things that, you know, led us to our life. And I feel like this is the exact same thing that Vader was doing, was that Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease with the loss of Padme, he basically fed off of that pain and that anger and used it to become more powerful, more commanding, and in return, to constantly persevere in the hopes that he could one day learn how to bring his wife back from death, which of course never happened. 
They then went on to discuss giving Anakin a beard when the helmet came off, which I'm really glad they didn't because it wouldn't make sense for Anakin after all the burns to be able to grow hair back. Kind of like the eyebrows that they had for him in the 80s, which they eventually erased in the special editions later on. They go on to say a few more things. Kazanjian says, is there any electronics or wiring just under the skin of the mask? Do we have to deal with that? Where George says, well, we have to deal with it so that a seven or eight year old kid will say, gee, isn't that too bad about that man? We have to elicit sorrow at this point not repulsion. We want to make him as realistically screwed up at this point as possible without going too far. I mean, the truth of it is, we went overboard on the whole thing of the last picture. It wasn't supposed to be that grotesque. As a matter of fact, you weren't supposed to see any of that at all. It was supposed to be a total silhouette. Whereas Marcan says, I think it will work well. I think that his face will look great. So here, George, I think, is speaking of that scene in Empire Strikes Back, where Vader has his helmet put back on his head in his chamber with Admiral Piet waiting to speak with him. That scene apparently was supposed to be just a silhouette, but ended up giving us those memes with the ice cream cone and Vader's noggin. Now the interesting part about that is that Vader actually would kill anybody who would see him without his helmet on, even clone troopers and stormtroopers, and there are many comics covering that too. So the fact that he kept Piet alive is pretty interesting. I guess it was just, you know, too fast of a glimpse. It wasn't really long enough, and he didn't see his face. So that's really the key element here to take away. Never look at Vader's face without the mask if you want to live. It's like Medusa. So let me know what you think would have happened had Anakin turned back to the light. I also think it's really interesting, recapping once again, how George said that had Anakin not chosen to have the suit, as if he had a choice to begin with, then he would have just been a worthless stump. A pile of nothing, essentially. And to me, that's a surprise because I never knew that he would have actually survived. So what do you think would have happened, and tell me right now in the comments, had Anakin turned back to the light and decided to not get the suit? Or even if he just didn't have the mechanical suit put on, do you think he would have eventually healed his lungs somehow with Jedi Force Heal or something in the future? Who knows? Maybe something the Jedi had that of course the Sith did not. The longer you stay in pain and hatred, the stronger you become. So your own pain is really what's keeping you alive. So that's kind of Sidious's plan and thought anyways. I digress. I hope you enjoyed this video. Let me know what you think. Leave a like if you enjoyed it. Check me out on Spotify and StarWarsTheory.com. You guys are killing it on the forums there. Please keep the conversation going and alive and meet some great like-minded people. It's an awesome community there. Thank you, and I will see you in the next episode. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always.